Welcome to Beyond the Barns podcast with Walworth County Fairgrounds. Find out what happens behind the scenes, the challenges, and the work it takes to make 99 acres of fun for Walworth County and beyond. I can smell the barbecue right now. I know. I swear I can. (laughs) Although it is very close. Yeah, we are not really smelling any barbecue at the moment, but it is fast approaching. Yeah. Rib Fest, that's what we're talking about. July 13th starts Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. I'm Melody Judge along with Larry Gaffey. Of course, you're listening to Beyond the Barns podcast uh, from the Walworth County Fairgrounds. And this weekend, though, uh, we are not, well, we're going to be talking about Rib Fest, obviously, but we have other events uh, coming up. We have two extreme monster trucks at Mm -hmm. the grandstand show Saturday, 2 p.m. They do open the gates at noon. They, They have this monster truck that they give rides to people in so you can go there ahead of time and see what it's like to ride in a monster truck i'm there <laughs> i need to do this yeah. i need this in my life yeah it's pretty how neat. fun P- people love it um kids love it yeah and and big kids love it yeah this is it and then the monster truck show itself is pretty spectacular lucky to have that here um in elkhorn a two-time world champ bounty hunter is going to be there two monster, time monster world champ yep. wow bounty hunter yeah Okay. And then some others too, uh, great ones. But I mean, this is a, this is a equivalent of a show you'd see in a big arena somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right here in totally professional. Yep. I saw one of the trucks. I don't remember the name of it, but I saw that one of the trucks sitting out, monster trucks sitting out at Frank's Piggly Wiggly when I was there. I saw it there too. Yeah. I, I, I drove by and there was like five, nine, 10 year old boys on bicycles just climbing all over this thing it was really cool to How see fun. they just loved it wouldn't you have loved to see that like oh, yeah. when you're that age and Big just kind of go back to that yeah i mean i caught you climbing on cl- climbing on it the other day so <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> no not quite not quite yeah but anyway so that's going on we also have a horse clinic on the grounds we do jody Grimm. um she's a four-star certified pirelli instructor and then she's got another pretty well-known horse trainer with her named dave ellis um and that guy, I met him for the first time two days ago, and uh, I'd never met him. But if you if you were to look up in an encyclopedia, remember those? Yeah. What a what an old, confident, weathered cowboy looks like. Mm-hmm. This is the guy. Ooh, okay. Like blue, deep blue eyes, and 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 lines in his skin like he's been outside his entire probably seventy years of his life. Huh. You know, and has all the stories. Yep, tough hands, big hands, you know, mm-hmm. slim, uh, neat guy. Anyway, I guess he's a pretty famous horse trainer, too. So Jody Grimm uh, is doing a clinic down there at in the uh, equestrian center, and uh, we're happy to have her. Yeah. Very fun. And that's going on all weekend, correct? Yes, it is. Okay. Yep. yep. And Excellent. then ne- next weekend, horse show-wise, we want to stay on that subject a little bit. Uh, we have the Smiles uh, horse show uh, during Ribfest, so... Um, we're always happy to have those folks uh, come back. Right, absolutely. We really, we really take care of those. Yes. So yeah. Um, and then, so the Elkhorn Equestrian Event Center is busy, rolling every weekend, uh, every weekend yep. and we're so excited. Last weekend was a great weekend, of course, too. Oh, it wasn't it? Um, yeah the 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 whole fairgrounds was busy. It was. It, it almost looked like the fair was going on. Yeah. Right. Yep. Campgrounds were full and yep. uh, it was, a, it was a very good weekend here yep. and it's going to be a great weekend coming up. And then we were rolling right into rib fest. I tell you, we had a meeting uh, the other day at one of our meetings, but your list and everybody's list is a mile long. 
It is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, ta- it takes, um, you know, a lot of people know this, but some people don't. So I'll just talk about some of it, but um, the logistics of bringing together that many vendors, I mean, we've got, you know, not just 14 champion barbecue companies mm-hmm. coming, but probably 30 other food vendors. We probably have 50 other commercial vendors, um, the carnival company, um, just getting that mapped out, everything measured, where's it, where's their spot, uh, where are they getting power, where are they getting water, uh, and, then, and I think that Ken has had to do that twice, isn't it? Because yep. of the rain, like Ken he's Minnell. had, yeah, yep. Ken Minnell has been out there twice. So it's like, it's, it is a, quite a process was, of getting ready for an event. He started helping us last year. Thank goodness. I mean, he's really good at it, uh, getting the, taking care of the vendors and mm-hmm. getting things mapped out, but there's other things that have to come into play too. You know, security is a big thing. Right. And, um, we're stepping up security pretty, pretty big time this year. Yes. And, and you always have, we always have an emergency plan in place, oh, yeah. yep. always and yep. always have. Yep. And, um, but it and is that, that, important to know that you are, it, if you can step it up, you are, you yeah. know. And that's like a, I don't know, 50 page document. It's not um, something that you, you know, it takes a lot of thought and planning and mm-hmm. working with law enforcement and all that. Yeah. But then there's, you know, other things too that go along with uh, putting an event like Ribfest together, you know, just parking cars, the plans on, on where cars are going to be parked, what priority you're going to do parking first, uh, lighting in the parking lots. Um, there's, uh, you know, all kinds of equipment moving. There's a zillion moving parts and you have to try try and orchestrate all of it. You got tents coming in. Um, you got to, you know, of course move tables and benches and, um, you know, simple things like mowing the grass the correct day so that it's right. set up correct for the festival itself. And, um, just general repairs. And we've probably, we've had an electrician out here for a couple of days, mm-hmm. you know, just making sure that we're wired up good enough for some of these vendors to come in. And you can imagine, uh, you know, some of these food vendors, they require a lot of power. So, so how do you deal with this with all of the power that are going, that people are going to be needing the vendors as well as the rivers? Um, we have to, you know, during the setup, when we're planning the setup, we try and do the best we can to make sure that we're setting people up in areas where there is adequate power that they can get to. But in, at times, you know, especially with Ribfest, it's growing. So we've expanded the area of the festival and we've had to add more, uh, you know, outlets like 220 outlets, 50 amp outlets uh, in different parts of the fairgrounds. I think uh, yesterday, um, Jim Pody, who helps us with our sound, is also an electrician, put in I think 25 or 30 new outlets. Uh, you know, that's interesting there. because I think a lot of people that are not, you know, in the event planning, you know, process think, why don't they just have it over in one area? Why, you know, it seems like it's just like so larger and I'm not talking just only this event, but maybe another uh, fairgrounds or event center. That's why, yeah. you, you know, maybe oh, you there's not like, any water or there isn't. You yeah. You're going to say, why, why don't we do the event in, uh, out by the water t- or wherever, wherever it is. Yeah, and it yeah. might, like I said, it might not even be here, but wherever you're listening, if yeah. you're kind of wondering, why don't they have the, an event right there? Maybe it can't hold, maybe there's not enough electricity. Yeah. People, you know? you know, sometimes they're like, what can we do an event on the infield of the horse track? Yeah. Well, there's no well, electricity out there. Boom. You know, yeah. there's no water out there. I mean, and it's not a cheap thing to just say, okay, well let's put some power yeah. out there. You know, right. you're talking about tens of thousands of dollars, if not hundreds. Mm-hmm. And, so at any rate, we do the best we can. We try and expand every year a little bit. Um, so, you know, things like, here's things that maybe a lot of people don't think about when they're when you're setting up a festival like Ribfest or the fair. Mm-hmm. You need hordes of grease barrels. 
to come in. So it's a separate company that comes in and brings those grease barrels in um, for the food vendors to dump their their grease. And then uh, gray water tanks, mm-hmm. you know, there's not like sewer hookups at every little place that there's an outlet or water. So they put their gray water into a tank and we have to rent those for, for them too. Hand washing stations have to come in. We have uh, dozens and dozens of hand washing stations coming in, some porta potties, you know, lining up. One of the coolest things about the event, the, the Rib Fest and the fair here at the fairgrounds is we have bathroom attendants. That, that can I just like, yes, round of applause for that. That is so nice to keep it very clean. And it is really like, you're not expecting that when you walk into the bathrooms at any festival. It's not an unpleasant experience. First of all, yeah. First of all, you're usually going in porta potties, but right here, Here, you don't. Obviously we do have some, you know, on the grounds, but. Yeah. And and the porta potties we're bringing in for Rib Fest are for behind for behind the the scenes. Exactly. the they don't, they don't have bathroom attendants, <laughs> no. but the bathrooms for the public here are, you know, they're, it's a permanent bathroom and they're clean, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and attended. Yeah, and how many festivals or concerts or outdoor events have you been to malware? It's not pleasant. It's not, you know, if you have to use the restroom, um, I just try not to potty and it's like, ugh. <laughs> um, so at any rate, um, I yeah, my, now we have that covered, but that, that is a very good point. I Women, off. ladies, exactly. Yeah. This is, that's really something good to know. Yeah. You know, you're dealing with a wet floor and a porta potty, mm. you know, as a woman, okay. that would just be, but I remember a few years ago, I dropped my cell phone in one. Are you ready to talk about that now? Yeah, why not? I mean, are you don't have any, you're not nope. shaking at the, to the core about that anymore. <laughs> like for, for seriously, everybody, like for two years, we couldn't talk about it. <laughs> Because you were so mad. Yeah. Well, think of all the <laughs> because jokes. Because we were kind of giving you a lot of yeah. crap about it. Yeah, crap about it. Yeah. It was a, uh, yeah, sort of a. Oh, uh, it was, I think it was like one of the last few days of the fair. And uh, so it was at night. Yeah. Oh, gee. It was actually, yeah. The, the, during the, a concert. It was the, it was on Sunday it, night during a concert. Yeah. Was it Sunday night? Yeah, because we still had Monday the fair to go. And I, and without a cell phone, it was. You're out of commitment. IQ. Yeah, and I had a really good friend who, and I won't mention a name, thought he was doing a great thing. Yep. I said, oh, no, I dropped my cell phone in that, you know, this is a porta pot that was backstage. He, without without even hesitating, stuck his hand down there and grabbed it out, oh. of, the, out of the blue poo water. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you know, why? Did because you it's not going to work. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not going to work, you know. So at any rate. Um, no. Yeah, porta pots are not. Yeah. You know, when you go to an event, that's not the thing to. Exactly. And you had to go get a new phone. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. How many phone calls do you get before noon during an event? Uh, And they start at before 6 a.m. a lot of times. I've counted a few times. And I remember the last time, last year at the fair, I counted, um, I can't remember by, I think it was three in the afternoon. I had, this is just phone calls Mm because I was got radio too, but I think it was 280 phone calls. Right. Before 3 p.m. And we still had, what, eight hours to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, because you've And got, that's to be expected. But it's sure. just sometimes just like, wow. You know, every every vendor here, you know, they have maybe have a question or mm-hmm. where do I do this yeah. or how do I do it. We try and communicate everything. And I don't mind it. I love it. But no, exactly. I'm right. I'm just saying, that's like, sure. it's um, you need your phone. That's what I was saying. Yeah. Like, that's what my point I was making. But we do have radios. Yeah. Um with everybody that on the grounds here, the staff yeah. and things like that. So, yeah. and Ribfest is kind of, it's, it's uh, I wouldn't call it a mini fair, but it's, it's, it's approaching what the fair 
as far as its uh, own, it's activity. its own little thing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it seems like it's getting there. So, yeah. Anyway, that event is it's it's complicated, and then of course you have all the bands that you got. We got twenty five bands coming in um, with all their equipment, the logistic of back and forth and adjusting this and that, and making sure your sound company's on top of it. We actually just have a stage sort of manager guy. Um, and that helps us with the bands and uh, Chris Buttleman from Lake Geneva House of Music does a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, that has to be thought of and, and the timing of that and where they're going to park and how are they going to load in and how are they going to load out? With, with, what with entrance? Second, what yeah. entrance? All of that. You've got the food vendors every day. Speaking of that, entrance for people that are coming to the fair for or for not Rib to Ribfest, yeah, to Ribfest. Mm-hmm. Where, where uh, what do you suggest? Um, it's going to go in two stages. So you'll come to the main gate, which is where the electronic Walworth County Fair mm-hmm. sign is. Um, but that parking right behind the grandstand is for handicap and permit and vendor parking. So you'll park across the street in the big parking lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, if that fills up, and it will, um, then we're going to ask people to go to the Market Street entrance. That's a new street that was built between Elkhorn High School and the middle school. Mm-hmm. And there's a road that comes in by back to the water tower of the fairground. It works so slick. It does. And then we're, we've got a, a road to go into the infield of the horse track. So you're mm-hmm. really close. It's going to feel like you're going a long ways away from the fairground. When but you're it winds you there. back right it around. You right back. Kind of in the, the back way. Yeah. yeah. You'll be, still be very close. So that's, that's kind of the priority. Yeah. Free parking, <laughs> free admission. Right. And thank you so much to our sponsors. Yeah, big time. And we'll talk about them. And I, I think also we should talk about um, the volunteers. Yes. And the nonprofits yep. uh, also. So back to parking. P- uh, parking is, is managed and um, directed by the Elkhorn FFA alumni. Those, those folks do so much here at the fairgrounds. They really do. Food stands and when you need something done... Uh, they do a fantastic job. They Derek, do. They step up. Yep. Derek Papke, that whole crew, uh, David Cruz, the FFA instructor at the school, all very dedicated to continuing ag, ag education. That's what they're they're trying to working for and leadership. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, I think I think those kids learn a lot about leadership from from those folks here locally for sure and nationwide. Um, we also have the the uh, Elkhorn Rotary Club. Um, they do a lot of the bartending, uh, which is just beer serving and that sort of thing, and wine, and um, and they're raising money for other causes as well. They make donations to things. Um, the Elkhorn Chamber of Commerce, Chris Clapper, uh, who's the their, uh, I guess she's her title's administrator or manager. Um, she's a great chamber leader, and she h- helps organize all of that, scheduling the bartenders, making sure that those people come in and hauling mm-hmm. beer, and um, you know, and and just she manages the runners to, to stock everything up every day and they get stocked several times a day. Um, last year we went through about two, about 2000 cases of beer. So that's a lot of servings. It really is. They do Um, a great job. It's like 50,000 beers, something like that. So, uh, and I, I did find an interesting stat, uh, yesterday because we're, uh, making our wine order and we did, uh, 5,100 servings of wine. During Rip Fest oh, boy. last year. Yeah, 5,100. Wow, that, wow. I, I was pretty shocked by that. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I just saw the keg numbers and, you know, kind of knew that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. uh, at any rate, the logistics of all of that, getting the suppliers in, getting the reefer units in. I think we've got one, two, three, four, five semi-reefer trucks rented 
you know, soda, beer, ice, uh, six, actually six uh, reefer units. It takes so much to run such a great festival. And yeah. this is such a great festival. The easier it to. looks to the patrons, the more thought went into it. Yes, absolutely. You know? And Peggy and the staff here and Claire and everybody, I mean, we had a whole staff meeting yesterday just on top of their game mm-hmm. and, and willing to do whatever it takes to, to make sure this place stays and exists. So I'm very happy with that. Um, and I think overall, and like during the Ribfest and the fair, there are 55 nonprofits that come here to earn money for their causes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, so remember that when you come that there are, you know, that they are here raising money for their nonprofit. Yeah, so, and, 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 you know, also what I love is when somebody has an idea about, Hey, maybe we could, you could do this differently. Maybe, you know, I, I love to hear ideas, but I love it when somebody has an idea and they say, and we'll help you do that. You know, we'll volunteer and help <clears throat> it. Um, it's really easy to take a critique and, when somebody offers to help make that mm-hmm. happen, you know, so we have a lot of people like that. Thank goodness. Hundreds of hundreds of people, hundreds of volunteers. And then sponsors, you were asking about that too. And uh, we have a charter sponsor for Ribfest, and that's Frank's Piggly Wiggly in Elkhorn and East Troy. Uh, six, seven years ago, went to them with an idea of doing a barbecue festival here and, and asked them if they'd be willing to help us kick it off the ground and give, give us a little confidence. And they made a donation to help get that going. Um, and they have every year since, and it's a significant donation and they did it for the community. They mm-hmm. wanted to see Elkhorn thrive and quality of life in Elkhorn to improve and Walworth County. Right. And what they, what they helped create has turned into the largest barbecue festival in the state of Wisconsin and, and done it in six years. Mm-hmm. And they continue to support us anytime we need anything, even like pork chop cookout or any, if we need food or this or that or help logistics, to, uh, Frank's is always there for us. And their staff's fantastic. Good people. They really are. I mean, I don't know that a lot of people know them because they're, you know. Because they're always so busy. behind the scenes or whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but the things that they do for the community, they, also a lot of people don't know. They have, I think they have over 250 employees. You know, I mean, that's that's a significant amount of uh, income into the community. Absolutely. Because of, of the stuff that they do. And let's say it, their stores are top notch. Yes, I mean, they are. I love going to Frank's. So do I. You know? So do if I. If we're even out of town, say, be coming back from Milwaukee or Chicago, and you're like, do you want to stop the grocery store on the way? I'm like, let's go. No. Let's wait till we get home. We're going. We're, yeah. yeah. It's just easy. It's just <laughs> get around. It's clean. The food's great. People are nice. I love Frank's. Uh, Absolutely. So say thank, to, thank you to those guys. Um, also, we have a new, new platinum sponsor this year that I'm very proud of. And uh, Haas Rayberg with BWO Insurance mm-hmm. here in Elkhorn. Um, what a terrific guy. Absolutely. You know, if I've, I've thought, you know, we, we didn't, I never really knew Haas until this year. But after meeting him, it's like time to switch yeah. to a different insurance company. Exactly. You know, um, exactly. And he does all kinds of things, you know, financial planning and, of course, and all of that. Um, but down home, country boy, but smart. And loves the fairgrounds. Loves the fairgrounds. Absolutely. Yeah, so BWO Insurance, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, we could go on without saying something about the CUNIS. You know? Right. Um, they make they take a percentage of their profits and donate it to causes. Every every almost every they do it every year. But mm-hmm. Every transaction they're thinking about how much they're able to donate. Right. I don't think a lot of people know that. You know, car business is tough. 
and yes. it's competitive and all of that. Um, but they're good people, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and they, if you look around at events and charities and, and all this around the county and even the state, you'll generally see CUNIS as a sponsor. Mm-hmm. That means writing a check. And uh, uh, they certainly do that for the fair. They're, uh, they're a massive sponsor for the fair and Ribfest and other events that happen here too. They just want to make sure the quality of life around here is as best, the best it can be. And having fun things, activities and educational opportunities is a priority to them. And so we end up being at the, at the receiving end of their generosity and uh, many, many times. So we're very grateful. Greg, the whole family, you know, his, his kids are involved in the business and, and I, I really get the sense with the staff there too. And I've met many of them that they feel like they're part of that CUNIS family mm-hmm. too. So for sure. Yep. So thank you to yep. the CUNIS. R- yeah. CUNIS, including the RV. Yes, store, yep. absolutely. We do have a complete list and I know we could go on and on I about, but we, but we appreciate every single sponsor. Yeah. We really, truly do. It, could, it wouldn't happen. No. We couldn't stay a, like Ribfest couldn't stay a free event. Um, if it wasn't for sponsors. Absolutely. Yep. So go to elkhornribfest.com. Really look at the sponsors who step up and uh, and yep. have this event stay free and free admission, free parking. And and when you're listening to the, the music next weekend, think about that and say thank you and, yep. and shop and uh, yep. shop, shop our business. sponsors. Give them some business. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So uh, let's talk about barbecue a little bit. Let's do it. So we put we started a series on um, on social media called Meet the Masters here mm-hmm. a while back, and I, I'm I'm guessing some some people listening here probably watch some of them, and they're they're good. I, I look terrible, but wow. uh, it's true. Oh but, my gosh! But, but I'm it's glad one thing I'm that you did focus. not want to <laughs> do yeah, that. I'm like, we that. have to. Like, yeah. you have to talk to them. <laughs> but you can go and 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 listen to the bar, barbecue companies tell their story. Yeah, they how they got involved? Story. They, they all, do. Yeah, yeah, they really do. Um, and they're just fantastic people. So uh, we've got one, uh, I think I mentioned in the first podcast, one uh, uh, commercial or a professional barbecue company that used to be in our community division that's going to be selling to the public this right. year. So we're excited to see how that goes. Um, oh, and let's talk about some pro tips at Ribfest. Let's do it. So uh, these are just kind of insider, not insider, but people that have gone to Ribfest for a while kind of know. Mm-hmm. And so... If you're coming for just the food, my recommendation would be to not come on Saturday, to come on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Okay, Sunday. why can't we come on Saturday? It's just, it's or busy. What, why is your recommendation? It's, it's because it's, yeah. it's so busy. Yeah. And, you know, the entertainment's good. And, and uh, you know, Saturday's sort of the natural, oh, let's, what are we going to do Saturday? Well, that's what everybody else is thinking, too. So uh, we do our best. We've added a lot of vendors mm-hmm. so that we kind of cut the lines down a little bit, but it does get busy. Uh, and it's busiest on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So if you're coming for entertainment, people watching, food, you know, just the atmosphere, Saturday is great. Saturday it's, is great. For me, it's the best day. Is I, it? I is that your Saturday. favorite day? I love Saturday, yeah. Wow. You know, I I, I love seeing smiling faces and, and a lot of people having a good yeah. time. And, and the music's fantastic. Uh, but you can come any day uh, for entertainment. Every day, the entertainment is top notch. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the for best sure. bands in Milwaukee, Chicago area. So uh, that's pro, that's a pro tip. Pro tip. Okay. Another one is when it gets busy, cell phone service can get spotty. For sure. ATM machines run on a cell phone signal. 
we do have ATM machines here, mm-hmm. but they can sometimes like in and out and this and that, and the lines for ATMs can be kind of weird. So I recommend bringing, bringing cash with you. There, most of the barbecue vendors will take a card, uh, but, but just back up, not back all that up yeah, and back it up. So yeah. Back. And, and all the, all the beverages, including soda, water, beer, seltzer, wine, all those products are cash only. Uh, so, you know, so maybe stop at the ATM before you come or just yeah. make sure that you are aware of that. And you have worked with the phone companies. We, um, uh, we're trying, you know, definitely. So. And trying to improve the service around here when there's, you know, hundreds of thousands of people here. Yeah. Well, the other thing too, is that we, one of our sponsors is edge broadband. Mm-hmm. Now they, they have installed a Wi-Fi system on the, on the whole fairground. Right. So, um, we're having them focus a, a good amount of broadband Wi-Fi in the festival area for Ribfest during Ribfest. So if your cell phone's having some glitchy problems, uh, most everybody has the ability to do Wi-Fi calling or whatever. Just make sure your Wi-Fi's on. You don't need a, a login. Oh, that's password. a great pro tip. Yes. Yep, pro tip. Yep. So use the Wi-Fi. Um, and speaking of that, the voting's going to be done with an, an app mm-hmm. that you upload. Uh, it's called Strive On. You'll see signs with a QR code all over the place on that. Um, and the, what's the other thing that I always want to make sure people understand too. Oh, pro tip. Um, we, we were going to talk a little bit about the barbecue itself oh, too. Well, yeah. And then, okay, here's, here's a really good tip. People that want to try as many barbecue vendors as possible, mm-hmm. um, instead of individually waiting in a line and getting food and then going to eat and, and then getting in another, come with a f- bunch of friends. Even if two or three friends or something, but split up, go buy have one buy from one, one buy from the other, da da da, and then meet back up and share. I see what you do too. Did there meet back up? Yeah, meet yeah. back up. Right. <laughs> meet back up. Yeah, absolutely. That way you have a chance to to taste test everybody. Yeah, that's different the, ribs. Yeah, uh, and um, you know that's one thing. that's like oh, I have to you know go buy. Just try that. Yeah. You know, go get a half a slab of ribs from three, four, five different vendors, right. meet back up and try them. Absolutely. Don't forget the cornbread. Don't forget the sides. I tell you, oh, I some of the best mac and cheese right here, right here at Ribfest. So good. Yum. have desserts too. Oh, I know. The peach cobbler. Yep. The, North it's some, Memphis, yeah. Yes. That peach dessert. Mm, so yep. good. Yep. It's going to be so fun. The other thing is um, we do encourage people to, if they want to hang out, bring a lawn chair. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have, we have picnic tables and we have park benches and things like that. And we got like umbrella tables. There's plenty of tent space, that sort of thing, but it can get pretty full. And there's really, I don't think a uh, facility in the country that have enough picnic tables and seating for as many people that come to Ribfest sometimes. So uh, we do put out straw bales. Uh, we put a couple hay racks out of straw bales and people can use those as chairs. They're welcome to use those. And right. That's fine. But um yeah, bring a lawn chair. Yes, do that. Also, um, another thing that I would like to mention that uh, have us talk a little bit about is home tweet home. Oh, ooh, yeah, yes. definitely. Yeah, so um, we're a board member of ours named John Tannis built a birdhouse she looking she shed. Yes, and uh, it it looks like a birdhouse. It is so adorable. And you're going to be able to buy raffle tickets during Ribfest. And there's a limited amount of raffle tickets as well for your chance to win 
this the home tweet home she shed yeah. it's adorable of course constructed by john tannis tannis construction painted by jake uh Lizer painting and it is so adorable you're going to want to buy those raffle tickets and if you win it it also includes uh will we'll, they'll bring it to your house and set it in, in its place if right it's within a, a limited amount of radius like 30 miles or something right like right so uh can we just say this has electricity yeah. This it is top notch. It's all wired. It is so cute. So look for that when you're getting your souvenirs at Ribfest um, and your tickets and all everything else. But it will be prominent location. You can yep. see that. And, so. and the 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 uh, funds raised for that are just going on for continued ag education, e- education. facilities, that sort of thing. Here. Yeah. So that's very generous. New this of, very generous at Tannis. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. All right, Rib Fest uh, coming on up next week, this weekend. Make sure that you get your tickets for the Two Extreme Monster Truck Show, of course, coming uh, Saturday, which uh, tomorrow already. Oh, you know what else is going to happen soon? What? On Monday, July 18th, the Monday after Rib Fest, we're going to announce another concert <gasps> Ooh, for the fair. Hot yeah. diggity dog. So we're, we'll make one announcement for one concert on the 18th Yeah. at 8 a.m., and then we'll have another concert announcement on the 25th, the next Monday. Okay. At 8 a.m. So, this is exciting. Yep. We'll have three three big-time concerts at the Walworth County Fair this year. Yep. Three this year. Yep. Awesome. You're going to want to get tuned. your tickets. Stay tuned for that. That's for sure. And All we'll see time. you this weekend on the fairgrounds and uh, see you at Ripfest. See you later. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Barns podcast with the Walworth County Fairgrounds. Until next time, have a grand champion day.